<laughs> Welcome to CFG 2024. How are you guys doing? Doing well. You're another year older. I, I am. How old am I? Very. Very. That's what they like to tell me every day. Um, yeah. So how you are don't you guys act a day above 12. That's the good news. Insults. That's nice. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. Well, first of all, I haven't, we haven't seen each other and it's only been a week, right? It's been a short break. Yeah. I feel like Too it's Too short been, for us. Yeah. Because of the way like Christmas, I guess, fell, it, it did feel like it was kind of just on some weekends. But you and, don't celebrate right. Christmas. So what, what do you mean? Celebrates like not being I mean, in the yeah, office, but. Exactly. Oh. Although I think, you know, I once worked, yeah, I think Japan is open on Christmas. Um, so I think I have once worked on Christmas, but, um, you missed us, didn't you? Don't, did. don't pretend like you don't miss us. I got weirdly restless. You know, the, when the weather is kind of crappy here, um, yeah, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? You know, there's not much to do. So your first instinct is to start texting us. If I have a drink in my hand, yes, yes, that's, that's the only time. So I, and I, that was New Year's Eve. In the day after and maybe the day before but anyway um yeah we're back 2024 how do we feel about it well it's nice to I see mean, the energy in here dude i don't know so if it bad. was just christmas eve that you were messaging us i'm looking at the text thread here and oh, it's, is that what you're doing it's sometimes endless. you get a little bored when I start it's fucking speaking. oh <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know what i'm back on uh i just found it's actually that rabbit that I saw at the oh, end. Oh yeah. yeah. my god, why didn't I put that on the... I know. That, that thing was huge. I thought at first it was a joke. So so did I. We, this is actually... Wait, tell this me? is it's how a Flemish rabbit? It's, it's called a Flemish giant. So this is how observant I am. There's like a woman with <laughs> like so a pushchair thing. And like there's kind of people crowding around. And my wife just turns like, oh, that's so cute. And I noticed there's a dog on the floor. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, like it's a corgi, like like one of those kind of like miniature yeah. corgis. Where I'm like, yeah, it's kind of cute. She's like, you fucking idiot, look at that. And I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, because at first, like I kind of <laughs> just thought it was a really fat baby, right? You know, you see like a fat hairy like, baby. Well, the hairy bit threw me off. But at a first, I was just dog. like, it's one of those like really fat babies. And then I noticed people were like Talk petting about it. Someone's eyes going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a little monkey. So yeah. So and obviously, which airport was that at? San Francisco, of course. Of course. Of course. SFO. But I mean, that thing when you know when I looked at that picture, I mean, it's so fat. It's like, so it, fat. We, we it totally seems like the equivalent, the the rabbit equivalent of like one of those. 1100 pound people who like yes. you know occasionally yes. can't get themselves out of yes. the bathroom they, in the they, fire department you yes. come and like yes. cut them out like that's what that yeah, fucking rabbit is like i've just had the first business idea of the year okay this is fucking brilliant let's take those fat slobs mostly from the middle of this fine country <laughs> and if we are going to lift them anywhere there are a bunch in texas too by the way <laughs> Let's put them into Not airports <laughs> and have them be support people for all the people who go. Some of them are pretty hairy as well, I'm sure. And just have people like, you know, pet them. So I, I've got bad news, oh good news God. for you. Okay. The bad news is this is not the first business idea of 2024. Oh, it's not? The good news is I was too fucked up. I can't remember <laughs> what it is. 
Okay. Wait a minute. So yeah. So good story. I know. Wow. Good story. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um, how, how big, big was, was it? That so I mean, did they ask, like, how many yeah, pounds? Uh, it was like thirty-three pounds. It that was, thing it looks was bigger huge. than thirty-three pounds. How much does uh, Vince weigh? Uh, it's about 90. Okay, it's just like a third of Vince. Oh. That's, that's a pretty serious uh, animal, yeah. Yeah. And okay. probably I mean, bites way worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Crazy. Well, yeah, but like you have that. to like, you know, push, push the fucking scroller <laughs> up to the intruder to get that to happen, so... Yeah. Where were they traveling to? No, no, that's full-time at the airport for people with anxiety. <laughs> Are you... Like I to swear to you, that is full you swear time. To God. Well, that you should have told us. Yeah, the that is full time. Because that is so San Francisco. If that's true. No, that's not bullshit. I, I bullshit. swear to bullshit. you, that is full time at the airport. You can maybe you can see the tag in the picture here. Um, yeah, look, SFPCA uh, animal. It's, a, it's like a whole thing with the SPCA for like support animals. No, that's just how they get the fucking uh, thing on the plane. No, no, dude. The, Did you ask? That's like the, the bullshit, have, you know, I'll like, oh, it's a, it's, it's remember. a service I animal thing. <laughs> Everybody does. And you know what? I got to tell you that pisses me off. It pisses me off so much. All these people bringing their fucking pets on the plane. Like, oh, it's a support animal. Because I'm too... Then get off the plane. Get the fuck off the plane if you can't fly without your fucking rabbit. Thing on him. Dude, did, like, did you see that Idris Elba thing on um, Apple Hijacked? Um, it was really good. It was like a six or eight part series with like... it's kind of like a twisting plot type thing. Idris Elba's on a plane that's been hijacked. It's called Hijacked, in case you're hijacked. worried that I've uh, spoiled this for you. I'm just imagining how different that would be <laughs> if on the plane <laughs> gets one of these fucking support animals. Like, it would have just been a totally you know, different... You know, 9-11 could have been a little differently. I think this is so funny that you thought that that was... SFO's support animal. That's a person's... But that's the sort of thing SFO would do. That I could see. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, think 40 cents for a straw there in the fucking yeah. airport and, you it's know, $8 airport, for a bag. No, I mean, no, it's not. It's just like that. You want to talk $8 for a bag? I was, uh, when I landed back in Austin, um, my wife's like, oh, why don't you go and get one of the trolley things like to get, the, you know, when you take the bags off the uh, conveyor belt, because I had some trolleys, skis. Yes. Seven bucks? What? Yeah. Oh, those yeah. fucking assholes. Fucking assholes. I thought they were like $3. So I, yeah, I hauled my luggage over and uh, yeah, that's seven fucking bucks. And that's probably Found why a big strong aching. rabbit to strap it to and <laughs> pop that shit to the street. <laughs> <laughs> Make use of that big fat rabbit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Lots uh, happened. Lots happened. Lots happened. Um, what do we want to start with? What about private equity owned hospitals are killing patients? Whose little item or big one was this? Was that you? Well, no, I sent that, but it mm. was in the New York Times. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, mean I was shocked. Absolutely shocked to read that when private equity buys a hospital, the it's medical sarcasm. error rate goes sarcasm. up significantly. This is just, Shocking. I, I, I just, it's got to be a coincidence, right? 
I mean, absolutely. Although the funny thing is, the death rates went down uh, in private equity-owned hospitals. But I but, bet I know why. The theory that was propounded in the article um, from somebody who studies this is that the uh, the admitted patients are healthier. Interesting. So, yeah, it's kind of makes me think with my casket business I'm invested in, I could partner up with private equity and be like, look guys, you, you know, can make you, a referral piece. It sounds like you got to go to the other, uh, the other hospitals. True. Well, if you cut private equity in well, and you're like, you can kill them faster. It's true. Well, I guess the thing is you have to, you have to figure out a way to sell private equity on, you know, like the, the synergies they could achieve in the casket business. So for example, like we're going to sell them stack them or we're going to sell caskets that don't have bottoms to them because who cares you know who cares true yeah That's actually that would be a whole new thing to the bottom falling out which <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know kind of combining a couple themes i rewatched recently um that south park episode i think it's season 16 on uh, the toilet safety administration yeah when they're riffing on the the tsa and you know, it starts out with Clive's mother. Um, she dies because Clive doesn't put the toilet seat down. So she like, you know, falls in and accidentally hits the flusher as she falls in. So it sucks her insides out. And um, anyway, they bury her, you know, they put her in a casket and it's got the toilet, <laughs> their legs like st sticking straight up in the air. So, uh, but yeah, it was a great one. It was, uh, you know, the TSA agent telling everybody like, Excuse me, sir. I got to check your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, since South Park is an item on here, what's this OnlyFans episode? Oh, so there is this awesome episode that, that just came out. And, and you haven't seen it? Um, no, I haven't seen this. Um, but, so this but, I, but I have something to add okay. to, when you're done. To, to so there's this really good episode. and. And the premise is um, there's a product, uh, like a sugary drink being marketed to kids. Um, and the whole thing's like really about like how fucked up it is that we have all these influencers like marketing to kids and stuff. The sideshow piece of it is um, one of the kids' teachers is on OnlyFans. And so there's this big conference, like, you know, they get all the parents in and they're like, well, you know, like you pay your teachers like, fuck all so they got to supplement their income and uh so yeah you know how else is she gonna get by if she wasn't making like twenty five thousand dollars a week on OnlyFans? so um there's this awesome scene where i think it's randy um like he's like cool i'm gonna go on OnlyFans now obviously as lots of people have found out most people aren't paying to watch like dudes get their junk out on OnlyFans. It yeah. turns out it's pretty gender specific, the people making $25,000 a week. And um, what's really cool about it though, is they actually, they get into the whole point about how people are kind of gamifying what works across platforms. So they basically tell him if you want to get your like, you know, your kind of like traffic up uh, on the website, you need user-generated content, and you need user-generated content focused on the things that are trending outside of what you're doing. So he takes all the hashtags from like the sports drink that all the kids are drinking. So he's like hashtagging his OnlyFans, and he's just like <laughs> sitting there pouring like you know this like sugary crap drink on his balls and stuff. And I was just like, you know, South Park is so good 
at like tapping into the zeitgeist, like bringing in all these things and actually having like a pretty cool message about how fucked up things are. No, 100%. But the the other thing from that, um, that TSA episode, Toilet Safety Administration, that it reminded me of how a couple months ago when um, I was talking about space travel and you said that as with so many things, your only scientific frame of reference is South Park in mm -hmm. which there's the episode about how when people die, they shit themselves. And so anyway, watching that episode, they, um, so the boys go to a lawyer to sue whoever invented the toilet. And um, in the show, and this was done in 2012, they go on Wikipedia and it says it was invented by this guy named Sir John Harrington. And so the lawyer has a suance and calls up the ghost of Sir John Harrington and, mm -hmm. you know, comes in and, um, you know, and they, and they try to sue him. So anyway, I thought, uh, and, oh, but Sir John Harrington is defending himself and keeps saying, he's saying, well, you know, after you take a Sir Harrington, then when you flush it, you need to be careful. And who wants to look at their Sir Harrington? And, you know, we thought this was kind of funny, but we decided to see whether this guy actually invented the toilet. It turned out that he did. Eliz Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth I was actually his godmother, which is a little what? interesting. Wow. But the, the, the history, apparently, is that a lot of people mistakenly attribute the invention of the toilet to, to a guy Crapper. named Thomas Crapper. Yep. A couple centuries later. I always, until right now, I believe that was the inventor of the toilet. The things that you learn here. So, so it was... So, like, first of all, it set me straight. And I didn't even know that there was a guy named Thomas Crapper who was often attributed. I didn't realize that's where crap came yeah. from. But but then the idea that John Harrington wanted us to call turds, you know, Sir Harrington's, in the show anyway, mm. not in real life. No, it's just, it's kind of funny because somehow or another, like, this dude, you know, Thomas Crapper, like, <laughs> you know, just I mean, basically, turds are named after him. He you know? was the Michael Bloomberg of his time, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> well, so when so you're going to be having a baby soon, and they they talk and like shortly after babies are born, their first shits are this thing called marconium, mm -hmm. and so I always used to wonder, like, who was Marcon, like after whom they named this? You know, like was he proud of having this marconium oh, named after him or? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't the one. He, he couldn't have discovered it. He just might have discovered that it hmm. tasted different than a normal turd does or, or something hmm. like that. Huh. Interesting. Krista, it's on you to get really into the weeds oh, on that I next totally week. Am. Yeah. I am. Um, so it's a new year, but some things never change, right? And Frank Timmis oh, yes. is on the board. Yeah. So, so this dude... Um, well, I guess we should back up, yes. right? So shortly after you and I started working together, yep. I think this was in 2014, we came across a stock called Africa Minerals, mm -hmm. right? So they had, I think, some iron mine in... Simandu. African Minerals? Africa. I don't know if yeah. it's African, African or Africa. Uh, yeah. huh. It ultimately turned into Africant. Yeah. But <laughs> it was... Uh, where, where was it? Uh, it was based in... I think it was Liberia or... Yeah, somewhere in West Africa. Somewhere where the drinking water is not great and unprotected sex is uh, not advised unless you're being pinned down by a whole village. Um, 
and don't have much of a choice in the matter, in well, which case, just smile. Um, yeah, that's happened to me. <laughs> so, well, um. by, by the TSA. Um, <laughs> so, so, well, yeah, so African minerals, like... In so it was like one of these things where really smart um, guy pinged us and was like, you should look at this thing, African minerals. It was listed on the AIM in London, which is the junior market. And it had a billion and a half market cap, maybe mm -hmm. something in that range. And um, he's like, oh, this thing's like a complete scam. And you know, we spent a morning and we read through, um, we read through the filings. And well, no, we didn't even have to get that far because you start with so the the controlling shareholder was Frank Timmis, right? And this guy, he had been convicted of not heroin possession. But heroin trafficking. No, no, no. It was no, convicted no. of heroin trafficking. No, 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 he wasn't convicted of trafficking. He got it downgraded to possession because he said it was for personal use. Now it was like seventeen thousand oh, so, so Australian dollars, which I think buys you an awesome weekend okay. on heroin. So he was initially accused of oh. right. Okay. Got of course he was trafficking, <laughs> like for fuck's sake. Right, but the, you know, then he, he's been banned as serving as a director officer by one exchange, he's been censured by another. Like this guy has got a fucking track record. Right. And so we're looking and wait, at this even thing. better, he has a track record in London. He took this thing, I think Regal Petroleum Public. Um, he said he'd hit oil uh, like off Greece. Not a place mm. that's known for that kind of oil, more olive oil. And um, there's just like press release. He's like, oh, the pressure on the Derek was so big. We're gonna like blow the thing out. And he does this like massive placement, raises like half a billion dollars in London. And it turns out they were getting 30 barrels a day. Um, so like, yeah, it's, yeah, so this guy's got like real form. Right. And, and this is like top of Google. You know, right. this isn't yeah, like right. exactly. This is, this is not like page nine of search returns yep. on this guy. So yeah, like African minerals, then we took a pass because we figured this is so easy to find. It, it like the in, investors in London must be comfortable with all this shit, right. you know, even because it's just, it's obvious. I mean, and again, you read through the filings and, you know, $25 million a year lost to fuel theft, you know, which is like yeah. obvious bullshit. So we're like, well, you know, what, what are we going to tell people that they don't know? Then the FT Alphaville started publishing these things and the stock just started like deflating. So we're looking at each other like, holy shit, like people didn't actually bother to ask or read or do anything. So that was like the first lesson on just how abjectly lazy European investing culture is. And that's saying something because, you know, we view U.S. investing culture as being quite lazy, but even Americans would have gotten this shit. So anyway, why is Frank Timmis on this board for 2024? You know, it, so somebody sent something a couple weeks ago to our uh, info at box um, about a company called... We should say something about our info at box. Um, if you've sent us anything there in the last three years, there's actually a chance we hadn't been checking it. So if it's a really hot short idea, <laughs> yeah, no, our GC, we probably just totally forgot to so look at our, it. <laughs> our, our GC now checks it. So yeah, this is just kind of internal dysfunction. But um, anyway, so somebody sent this, um, this thing to our info at box about a company that has recently gone public 
called African Agriculture. And the controlling shareholder is Frank Timmis. And this thing is fucking awesome because it, it went public via SPAC. It initially filed to go public via IPO in 22. It went public via SPAC um, and immediately fucking tanked. It's down 90%. <laughs> like this thing de in late November. Okay, and it immediately goes down 90% in like three trading days. Which is funny because usually the opposite happens where it goes up like 600% because there are eight shares in the float. Right, exactly. So, so this is just fucking fantastic. And the really funny thing is... Um, the 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 SPAC sponsor is a venture firm called 10x Capital. Have you heard of these dudes or no? So I just went to the website before filming, okay. and um, yeah, I mean they're like one of these venture firms that gets like a tiny like buys shit in the secondary market so they could like throw a Robinhood logo up, and so they have all these logos up there. Nothing about Africa. <laughs> They talk about, they've got a section, recent liquidity events. This has got to be the most recent. Nothing. The guy who's the CEO, he heads our SPAC practice. And they talk about, like, the one other thing that they SPAC. They don't talk about fucking African agriculture. It's just, this thing's awesome. A-A-G-R. Like, I, I don't amazing. need to do any work on it. You know, it's it's down at $1.11 as That's of, awesome. you know, like, the time we sat down here. But this fucking thing ever pops up man like it you know we just got to grab borrow like, it's funny, I don't like the last last few years we have been lamenting like it's been a while since frank's popped back up and there you go mm -hmm. yeah uh, no, the gift that keeps on giving yeah no i mean he's um he's not out of africa right um awesome um yeah. all right krista um who's was this the attack of the naked short sellers Oh yeah, so that's also um, so another thing that was pretty awesome. Um, so during this this holiday period, you get bored, you text us. Yeah. I get bored, and I go to the Arkham. Because you certainly don't respond to me, so you're like, well, <laughs> so yeah, no. Nah, he's like, I'm true. not that bored. But right. Go ahead. So I go to the Arkham Asylum wing of FinTwit, otherwise known as MMTLP. <laughs> and um, if you remember, last year we sent. Um, our intrepid correspondent, Roddy Boyd, uh, yep. out to D.C. Yes. to cover the Occupy SEC. I thought that was so awesome. It was. And, like, a lot of those people are there, like, you know, dressing up in costumes. like like You know, like, yeah, bitching about this MMTLP and how they got screwed. So <clears throat> I, had, I had seen some traffic um, on Twitter. Because, I, I, like, I follow some of these accounts. It's just, it's always, it's always a grounding moment to, like, you know, to read their shit and realize just, you know, how absolutely sane I am compared to, like, uh, some other people who are out there in the world. And so they were talking about how this upcoming Forbes piece is going to expose all the naked shorts and this and that. And so Forbes, uh, at least the online version, published something that was actually really well done. It was a, a cartoon. Um, it was done in cartoons, like graphic no novel style, mm -hmm. exposing how all these in you know air quotes investors in mmtlp like got fleeced by the management of this thing but it made the point that these guys were like just overlooking the obvious signs that this was a scam because they were so greedy and then once mmtlp um stock promoters started 
talking about naked shorts and trying to redirect their focus, you know, the, you know, quote, investors focus away from the management, just, you know, like naked short sellers, these guys just like lemmings just fucking ran off the cliff toward the naked short seller thing. So anyway, this thing uh, came out just a few days ago, getting really well done. And so, you know, I'm like, all right, let me search and see what the MMTLP crowd is. You know, have they finally, have they finally woken up and, and realized now that they've read this thing that they've been had by the management? The answer is no. No. It's <laughs> naked short sellers. And like, they're putting all these memes out there. They've got, or they've got this meme they keep putting out there, which is, uh, I actually brought it in here. Like, what, what the fuck? I'm wanting. So you know there's been an update What's there. the share count? Hashtag MMTLP. Like that's all over. What's the share count? So they've got this this fantasy, this delusion about how... It's um, this metamaterials thing, right? Yeah, it's that's metamaterials. It. Okay, so I don't know if you follow, but I noticed that they actually, on December 23rd, um, had a resignation of their chief accounting officer and interim finan chief financial officer. Well, that's obviously because the naked short, naked short are, sellers you know, at work again. Yeah. And so anyway, I decided to, because I was bored and I wasn't bored enough to respond to your texts, I decided to tweet about this and, you know, of course, put the hashtag MMTLP and, you know, just basically wanting to kick the hornet's nest of crazies. And um, yeah, I mean, like got some great, you know, responses like, Oh, look, another dense post about MMTLP. What's the share count, Muddy Waters? Who approved getting it listed? Do your quote research. Do you still have an open shorted position in MMTLP? Like, no, retard. This thing is way too fucking small for us to have ever cared about. Um, you know, and then, uh, I mean, look, I gave him the response that I thought was due, which is, I'll yeah, research that right after I finish researching claims that the earth is flat. <laughs> Um, let's see here, then... Then Kyrie Irving jumps right in. <laughs> I know. Nothing to research. <laughs> it is. Um, so then, yeah. Then, like, from, from that crowd, the most rational response I got is, uh, what a tool. Why are you trolling retail investors? Without our dollars, your market's got no liquidity. You rich pricks would start eating each other. And That's I'm like, actually spot on. I'm like, you know, not wrong. Not wrong. Thank you. Yeah. And so I... I Congratulate him. I said, this is the most rational reply I've gotten from the MMTLP crowd, to which somebody else replied, you are a fucking moron. Um, <laughs> then, oh, actually, that was my burner Twitter account. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then, then I love how, um, you know, then get accused of, like, trying to help Doug Sifu of um, mm -hmm. um, uh, Virtu. You know, I mean, like, so they, they all think that Doug Sifu's behind this. And I'm just like... He owns an NHL team, dude. Like, what could he make for Virtu that, you know, on your, like, you know, peak 20 million market cap or whatever the <laughs> fuck that thing was, little piece of shit stock that would be worth going to prison for. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just awesome. But anyway, then, then the final thing is, um, <clears throat> you know, obviously somebody who doesn't really get the way the world works here. Tell that to the 74-plus congressmen who signed on to help us find out the truth. <laughs> well, okay, you know, <laughs> that solves that. So anyway, um, yeah, so that's, uh, 
So, you know, was that like an hour of entertainment for you, or? Um, yeah, like maybe a little bit north of that. You know, this would be an appropriate time to discuss what the depths of boredom did to uh, Krista's quest to um, engage with people over uh, over the holidays. Who who did you speak to? Our IT department. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Krista. Well, it's not a department. It's an outsourced IT provider. So after Carson and I stopped messaging back with you, how long did it take before you hit the rock bottom low of reaching out to the IT department just for a okay, chat? Twenty minutes. <laughs> did you like I call did, him? Did you call him like no, just I, after midnight to I wish him happy New Year? <laughs> I was testing to see who was on. If there was anybody like really, they're supposed to be twenty four seven. Guess what? They're not. Oh really? <laughs> She's like. Um, the clocks just hit zero, 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 and it was like, you know, 12, no, 1, 23, like, and you're like, hey, motherfucker, haven't you ever heard should old passwords be forgot and never brought to mind? Oh. Uh, no, but he was trying to convince me, he's like, he's, if, it doesn't matter. He was just trying to say, oh, like, he's like, no, um, not everybody. Uh, he's like, are you sure you're a Mac user? I'm like, am I retarded? Yes, we use Wait, Macs here. Are, are yes. you retarded? Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, let's keep let's keep that in, please. We're, we're starting 2024 <laughs> off with yeah. some with some with some real truth me. bombs here. <laughs> I want the truth. I want it. All. You can't handle no, the truth. No, you know what? The truth is really highly overrated. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I know so it's you're so funny. I was I was checking out at um at the supermarket market the other day and there's um the person like at the checkout and the bagging person and as i got there they're having a conversation and like, one's a woman and the other seems to identify as a man although you couldn't tell a lot of like facial piercings and kind of different color hair so you never really know with those this cats here in austin, here in austin. and um she's, she's like the woman's like yeah shall i just tell them the truth and they're agonizing i was like look it's none of my business, but I'm going to give you my two cents here. You tell him the truth, you're pretty fucking stuck if he doesn't like it. I'm like, you lie to him, he might like the lie. And if he doesn't find out, you just briskly sail on. And uh, if he doesn't like, you know, I was like, if he likes the lie, you just blissfully sail on. If he doesn't like the lie, you'd be like, ah, it was, it was a lie, you got me, here's the truth. So I'm like, how much does this person mean to you? Does the, do they mean enough to lie? Oh man, I fucking wish I hadn't have opened that can of worms up. We had like a three minute conversation then as they're bagging. Like who's really the lonely person? Uh, <laughs> 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 like, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm calling our... <laughs> you're, you're like, are you kidding me? Do you know what the revelation is? I'm trying to be like Dr. Like, Ruth to the what? fucking like checkout people <laughs> here. Uh, you're lonely, I'm lonely. <laughs> Who'd have thought that Carson has the most friends out of the no, fucking three of us? Which is really Unbelievable. It's pretty bad. Anyway, speaking of a dude who doesn't have fucking friends, is uh, our homeboy Nassim Taleb. Nassim Taleb. Yeah. Uh, The cycling asking for a friend. Not related to DJ Khaled, in case you're wondering. Oh, I thought. No. (laughs) So, yeah, I I just... So this guy is is famous for being really thin-skinned. Yes. I mean... I thought he was famous for calling... 13 of the last one recessions. Well, I thought it, yeah. 
No, there, right. there, there was that, but, <laughs> but, but yes. I thought what really makes him a rock star is the fact that he just bristles every time you like mention one of the other 12 that didn't occur. <laughs> and um, anyway, so he's, like for some reason, and this guy must be fucking like super bizarre. So he's been tweeting a lot recently, you know, and when I say recently, I mean over the past several months of 2023, um, about a cyclist friend of his. And so he's posing all of these questions on cycling, like the best cycling route in New York mm -hmm. City for a cyclist friend of his. And anyway, um, then he even, he tweeted out this special like suitcase that's for, you know, like high-end bicycle that's, and he takes a picture of it in the airport and says, this is my cyclist friends and he highly <laughs> so recommends it. Stupid. Except when you zoom in, you could see that it's got the, you know, like the luggage sticker on it that says N-Talib. And so, so anyway, some dude, I, I wish I could remember who, but, you know, there was reasonable amount of drinking over the holiday period that I guess erased this, but, um, this memory, but yeah, some dude on Twitter just kind of called him out. They're like, hey, that's obviously you, and what's the big deal? Blocked. <laughs> so... This guy's like the thinnest skinned oh, motherfucker ever. Fucking dude. And like, is he, <clears throat> I mean, is he just like ashamed that he cycles? Is he ripping on cyclists or something? Like what's... I, I don't know. Like I really, yeah, I, I just don't get, I, I do know that he is like the most prickly, you know, like sensitive person You're pretty around. prickly. Dude, I block like almost nobody ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he's a weird guy, Talib. He's a really, really weird guy. I mean, should guy. we have him on ZFG's thing? Well, I think, given he what I just said, he could no not handle that. He would do it. Well, maybe he could prove you wrong. Maybe I should reach out. Yeah, why don't you? I mean, like, tell him that we'd like to ask him some, he could you know, cycle some cycling advice. <laughs> you know, like, if he could ask his friend Honestly, and come on the show and really pass this along. Into, you know, cycling these days and would like to Which know. is not true. But, but you're, you're running now, right? No, nah, not really. I mean, occasionally, like, done some running with my son, okay. who, for somehow or another, I think is kind you're of You're doing marathons As now, a naturally right? gifted runner, which is... Okay. We're trying to figure out where that comes so from. So no, no outdoor running? Uh, I, thought, I thought you were, like, doing a little bit of outdoor no, running. Just with him. Like, we, we were going to go trail running um, one day in Arizona. Trail running is way more Arizona. fun than, like, running, running. Yeah, but he was... I don't know if he'd gotten some food poisoning or something, but... Smoke so we you. just So we just did a hike, but it was good, because actually, as we were doing the hike, like, there was a lot of loose gravel on this trail, so it's like, uh, yeah, neither one was of us being... Was it just the two of you? Uh, well, my wife and daughter were yeah. way behind because they walk slowly. So, like you. Mm. Always have to. Okay. It's Fine. true. I don't understand people who walk slowly. Like it. And I, I don't I, I got to tell you, it it fucking You're pisses like, me off. It it like, truth time, it pisses me off. Like I don't. It's really annoying. How. Like why are you enjoying the stroll between the place? Like get to the place as fast as possible without looking weird or like, sweating. Like I don't understand. How you can walk as slowly as First you do? Of all, it's like when forced. I walk with you, it's like a Doberman is chasing you. It's very strange. I'm like, there's no dog. I'm like, maybe what I'm chasing the Doberman. Uh, I ever, have no you ever idea. Think about that? It's so, so slow odd. though. You walk at a crippling it's slow like, pace, or you like, you just robbed your Not bank. Crippling, crippled. <laughs> Actually, you know what I noticed this entire time Go on. that your English has gotten so much better. 
Oh, thank you. I actually I've went on a refresher course. I've been word. using uh, Duol Duolingo, whatever it's called. Um, Hooked on just Or Berlitz. <laughs> Got the Berlitz, like English as a second English. language tapes. I've been listening to them as I sleep. Yeah, actually, very. It's it's your back. So to conclude, not hanging out with you guys and my brain injury, you know, repairs itself. That's that's the conclusion. Speaking to strangers at like the supermarket. Could be that. Maybe the rabbit taught him how to speak. Now that that would make sense. So the the other thing I have been doing is reading the Elon Musk book by Isaacson. And. I gotta say, he's he's a pretty impressive guy, Elon. Like, you think? yeah, there's there's a few things that I think short sellers should really understand about him, but don't actually. One is tolerance for pain, mm-hmm. like emotional pain. Elon's tolerance for that is just like off the fucking scale in terms of the amount of things he's trying to keep the plates spinning in his head on the difficulty of what he's doing and knowing that there's a great degree of difficulty. Um, it's it's just truly impressive. It really is. Um, and then the other thing that I think we talked about previously uh, in the office, because I think you've read the book as well, um, it's just his approach to kind of like stripping things down to like the most basic elements and and how in aerospace this has really allowed him to like manufacture parts for a tenth of the price that Boeing have, partly because he's taking things to like a much more base layer of like what do we actually need, and then also kind of ripping through and being like, well, if there is 15 different reasons we need like stickers on this, <clears throat> who's the person who right. wants to know the actual person who came up with the requirement? Yes, and. And, he's, and if he's told that, well, that's what the lawyer says or compliance, he's, fuck that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we're not doing it unless you can give me the actual person. And so it's, it's really made me think about, like, you know, hedge funds. I was chatting to someone recently who, you know, the fund might or might not cross the $150 million threshold, which is where you need to be SEC registered. registered. And he was just lamenting, like, you know, probably the hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, of just extra cost that's going to layer mm-hmm. on and, and the bullshit for, for literally zero purpose. Like from a day-to-day practical standpoint, it is going to have zero bearing on his actual investors. If anything, it's just going to either detract from their returns or from fees out of his management company. It really is just like to no benefit for anyone. And I was just wondering if Elon Musk ran a hedge fund, right? Like... He would be, I mean, so for example, our, our IT stuff. So we get these like Apple laptops, they turn up, they're perfect. They work really well. They never slow down. There's no bugs. My Zoom works, my, you know, everything works. IT come in, they install stuff. All of a sudden, the emails that I want blocked, they show up. The emails that I don't want blocked, they're fucking blocked. Um, things don't work, sound doesn't work, my camera doesn't work, like all these fucking things. You phone up IT, you're like, oh, hey, he's like, oh, are you using a Mac? I'm like, dude, I'm not using, you know, a, a fucking Abacus, like, mm-hmm. you know, ironically the name of IT, you guys. Uh, I'm, so I was just wondering, like, I bet Elon would be running a hedge fund, literally with a piece of fucking paper with some, like, post-it notes for his positions and uh, a computer and just being like, fuck it, let's try things. And I think that would be a much more fun approach to life. Well, I mean, he might want to run it that way, but 
mean, the, the reason we have outsourced IT, so this goes back. Risk. Well, no, this goes back years mm. when we were getting ready to launch. And, you know, we were, you know, prior to managing outside money, I mean, we were very serious about information security. And, um, you know, we had various homegrown solutions. We we're like literally throwing out computers every few months and buying new ones. And, um, you know, when we, we had this, like this big internal um, conversation, now that we're gonna be managing outside capital, do we continue to home grow our security solution or go with an outside vendor? And, you know, like at that time, you know, the lawyers are advising, oh, you know, the, the SEC is really taking cybersecurity seriously. And, you know, we knew that they knew fuck all about cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. And like, it really became clear that even though we could do it much better than- Cheaper. Yeah, an outside vendor, that we should just go to an outside vendor because when the SEC comes in to do, you know, their periodic inspection, you know, because of who we are, you know, being short sellers and activist short sellers, they're already going to have enough questions. And we just, you know, we want to give them as many boxes they can just tick and say, oh, our outside provider is so-and-so. So they just tick that box and don't ask and we don't have to explain. But I feel like in our business, I mean, there's so much of that that's driven by the regulatory and legal environment that's actually, <clears throat> and so much of that that's driven by the legal and regulatory environment that's actually antithetical to what we want to be doing. I mean, a great example, and I guess there's no way around it, and this goes for, you know, not just asset managers, but like, you know, what goes on in December and then January? It's like, oh, you got to you got to harvest your tax losses. And, you know, and the, here's the fucked up thing, right? So this is perfectly legal. So we're, we are, so we're an institution, we have ISDAs with investment banks, which means that we can trade on swap. So if you're Joe Schmuck at home and you've got a losing position in XYZ. Or, and you want, or MLP, TLP. Well, you, no, you can't, you can't get out of that, right? <laughs> you're frozen. Um, but if you, have, if you have a losing position and you wanna harvest that tax loss to offset some of your taxable gains, fine, you close out of the position and you have to stay out of it for 30 days to avoid the wash sale rule. Well, if you're guys like us and you have an ISDA, you know, so let's say we're, let's say we have a position in XYZ in what's called the physical, right? Just the, the actual shares. And so we close that position out and immediately reestablish the same position via swap with the bank. That's totally kosher, no wash sale rule issue, right? And so we're just shuffling paper around and, and who's making money off that? The, the banks are making money off that. The substance of this doesn't change. The little guy can't do it because he's the little guy. Like it's so, fucking stupid and there's so much of this bullshit in uh, you know our business that it's just it really it's really stunning i mean when i when i step back and think about it, it just i've become so much more understanding of the people who are like burn it the fuck down like every time when you look at these things i mean i don't if i really think about it that's not the right idea but on the other hand like these things don't ever work themselves out. They don't go in reverse and start to make more sense. It's just more and more layers of bullshit get piled on, you know, on top of each other mm -hmm. till, I mean, I guess eventually the whole thing like topples over and that's, or you burn it down to topple it over. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it would be really interesting 
Elon Musk had to deal with the bullshit of running a fund, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that guy just constantly up against the SEC, yeah. throwing fucking waves of lawyers at them and trying to blow their shit up as unconstitutional and overreach and blah, blah, blah. It would be great, man. I'd, I'd, so I'd love to see that guy start a hedge fund. Yeah, no, I, I would. Uh, would you go work for Elon? Of course. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would. No, you, you wouldn't. Elon. He's a tough boss. He's not, oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's not a nice guy. No. I mean, that's he's the thing. definitely not a nice guy. The firing thing as well. Like it seems like he has just a quota of people a week he needs to hit. Firing I know a people. Lot of men like that. Um, I love the bit where he's kind of talking about his uh, his cousins, right? That had a uh, Solar City. They they were his cousins or his. No, it's one of the. Um, well, no, it wasn't Kimball. Kimball's, his, Kimball's, oh, Kimball's the his brother. brother. Yeah. Uh, I think. Er I think Oh, no, Errol's his father. Errol's his father. He sounds like a first-class shitbag of a human being as well. Yep. Kind of borderline pedo guy. Um, given a... The, I think he got his stepdaughter pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Hey, you know, if Woody Allen's not a pedo, then he can't be. <laughs> Jesus. Um, did we do uh, number four? You know, I don't think, I don't we, think did. we did. AI, Naked Chicks, Bloomberg article. Who said? I think you sent me this. Yeah. Well, is I'm, this going to be the one? Like, is this the right one to close on, or you know, drop the mic? Sounds pretty good. <sighs> well, like, I think you, this is an old Naked one, right? Chicks. Yeah, this is an old no, one. Like, AI is basically well, enabling you to upload videos or pictures of women, and it's oh yes, it's, I know. It's basically yes. like interpolating what they would look like naked. So. And you can kind of like beat off to all these women. I mean, just pretending it's, it's them, and you know. Do they look bad or good naked? Well, it depends on the woman. Like I got to imagine. Most women would look bad. Even. Not the ones we masturbate no, to. I, <laughs> oh. I'm not sure you're right on that, Krista. You're probably right. <laughs> you're right. This was the perfect way to end things. <laughs> I mean, I. I at the gym you go to, maybe. So. <laughs> By the way, I was just in when I was in Phoenix. Like, they've got really good gym culture there. And I got to say, I mean, the fucking chicks there. Are we there, moving to Phoenix? Like, the, the this is like the fifth the time he's like... Stated, everyone's like, oh, so why'd you move the business here? Gym culture's just primo. Well, the downside of that is it's funny. They're, you, know, you see like a bunch of 55-year-old guys walking around just ripped. And you're like, yeah, dude, you're obviously juicing. So yes. the, the roid culture is quite big there. Did you feel young there? Is that why you also No, like oh. no, no. I mean, I'm just saying like the, the fucking yeah. women in the gyms there, every time I go, I mean, and, yeah. they're, and they're wearing the right outfits, you know, really? and just, yeah. I mean, it's not How bad here. <laughs> it's not bad here. I mean, compared to yeah. San Francisco where it's just, you know, like the least Was, sexual yeah. I mean, place in North yeah. America, but um, yeah. Do you have anything to say about that? Even the rabbits are uh, overweight in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to fuck the rabbits either. <laughs> the rabbits don't want to fuck each other. Oh God. Oh, I did feel got really me. good in San Francisco as a woman there. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, you were like the only one who wasn't wearing like a burlap sack walking <laughs> down the street, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's not joking. Uh, All right, um, I guess that's it for... Good start to 2024, yeah. yeah. Strong yes. start. All right, cheers.
Thanks right. for joining. Cheers. 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 Happy New Year.